Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 37, Joseph's dream. Now Jacob lived in the land where his father had sojourned in the land of Canaan. These are the records of the generations of Jacob. Joseph when 17 years of age, was pasturing the flock with his brothers while he was still a youth, along with his sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought back a bad report about them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his sons because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a very colored tunic. His brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, and so they hated him and could not speak to him on friendly terms. Then Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, Please listen to this dream which I have had. For behold, we are binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf rose up and also stood erect, and behold, your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to my sheaf. Then his brothers said to him, Are you actually going to reign over us? Are you really going to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Now he had still another dream and related it to his brothers and said, Lo, I have had still another dream, and behold, the sun and the moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. He related it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have had? Shall I and your mother and your brothers actually come to bow ourselves down before you to the ground? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept this saying in mind. Then his brothers went to pasture their father's flock in Shechem. Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock in Shechem? Come and I will send you to them. And he said to him, I will go. Then he said to him, Go now and see about the welfare of your brothers and the welfare of the flock and bring word back to me. 
So he sent him to the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. A man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field, and the man asked him, What are you looking for? He said, I'm looking for my brothers. Please tell me where they are pasturing the flock. Then the man said, They have moved from here. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. The plot against Joseph. When they saw him from a distance and before he came close to them, they plotted against him to put him to death. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Now then come and let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. And we will say a wild beast devoured him. Then let us see what will become of his dreams. But Reuben heard this and rescued him out of their hands and said, Let us not take his life. Reuben further said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit that is in the wilderness. But do not lay hands on him, that he might rescue him out of their hands to restore him to his father. So it came about when Joseph reached his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the very colored tunic that was on him, and they took him and threw him into the pit. Now the pit was empty without any water in it. Then they sat down to eat a meal, and as they raised their eyes and looked, behold, a caravan of Ishmaelites was coming from Gilead, with their camels bearing aromatic gum and balm and myrrh on their way to bring them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it for us to kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers listened to him. Then some Midianite traders passed by. So they pulled him up and lifted Joseph out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. Thus they brought Joseph into Egypt. Now Reuben returned to the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, so he tore his garments. He returned to his brothers and said, The boy is not there. As for me, where am I to go? So they took Joseph's tunic and slaughtered a male goat and dipped the tunic in the blood. And they sent the very colored tunic and brought it to their father and said, We found this. Please examine it to see whether it is your son's tunic or not. Then he examined it and said, It is my son's tunic. A wild beast has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. So Jacob tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. Then all his sons and all his daughters arose to comfort him. But he refused to be comforted, and he said, Surely I will go down to Sheol in mourning for my son. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, Pharaoh's officer, the captain of the bodyguard. Joseph is actually one of my favorite characters in the Bible, and his story has so many wonderful nuggets for us. And this scripture right here in Genesis 37, I think what it really just jumps off the page at me would be that uh, Joseph, he was just young and he didn't know any better. He wasn't wrong for what he did. Uh, He had the dreams and he was just, you know, matter of fact, just told his brothers and uh, the brothers were jealous. But for me, what it really screams to me is, or says, it doesn't necessarily scream, but it kind of lets me know a reminder that just because you've been given a dream doesn't mean you're supposed to go and and share that vision immediately with everyone. You should, at first, you need to be prayerful over it. You need to uh, really be asking the Holy Spirit what this vision or dream is. Um, if you need to, then you could go ask appropriate people, but it shouldn't be something that you just get a billboard and plaster it up there <clears throat> because you don't understand the vision or the dream yet. And 
just as in this case, you could end up getting the wrong people who should be allies for you. You can get them turned against you. And then they're going to do everything they can just out of jealousy to try to stop and to, to stop and to get in the way and be an obstacle for the dream coming true. So again, when God gives you a vision, that doesn't mean that it should be a secret forever, but it also doesn't mean that you should immediately blast it from the rooftops. Well, Father, thank you that you give us visions and dreams and that you speak to us and that you're active in our lives and you're helping us to bring your kingdom here. And Father, I ask that that we could just um, have courage and also seek guidance. We should seek guidance from you and Holy Spirit before uh, we step into any of the visions or dreams that you've given us. Uh, Father, we're thankful for the the vision that you gave my wife and I years ago that we've now, um, that has come true and is working towards um, fulfilling that dream or the vision that you gave us of this ministry. Father, I pray for the land and I pray for the building, which was the original vision you gave us. That as this ministry continues to be fruitful and to uh, help others to discover truth, that you could send the people, you can send the funds, you can send uh, everything that you've already preordained, that we can be um, very faithful in seeking your guidance for the land that we will have this ministry center built on. But again, Father, we're thankful that this was a vision you gave us years ago, and we knew uh, as we didn't know what it was, we didn't blast it from the rooftop, We just told um, fewer people, ones that would be relevant to the vision. And thankful, um, we're thankful that you've given us that guidance. Ask that you can continue to guide us and uh, help us to bring this vision complete into uh, the fullness that you'd have it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.